Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. Today, I wanted to talk about my experience with dating a non-autistic person. Now, I will say, this is just one experience that I had as an autistic person dating a non-autistic person. This is not meant to be a representation of what any autistic person dating any neurotypical person is like. This is just an example of one experience from my lens dating one specific person. So, I personally did not have um, a really good experience, I would say. I, I don't want to say that it was entirely negative. I think there were definitely nice things um, about this relationship. I was in a relationship with a non-autistic, uh, however, um, neurodivergent ADHD, but I'm not sure if this person really understood a lot about um, how to be neurodiversity affirming. I think this person, even though they had ADHD, they were, um, they still had quite a bit of internalized ableism and I, I felt that manifesting itself um, on a few occasions towards me as we were dating, um, I, I will say that this person, I don't think this person is a bad person by any means. Um, I don't really hold anything against them. I think they had just been taught very stigmatized, um, outdated information on autism and even ADHD um, and I think they were trying to be understanding and accepting and inclusive but I also felt that throughout this relationship they were trying to be my savior in some kind of way. I felt like it was a little bit of a non-autistic savior complex where um, she was, um, where this person, they were, um, they were trying to, it felt a lot of times like they were trying to make me more neurotypical, um, but also like, oh my god, like, this poor autistic person if I don't date them or if I don't do this, like they won't know or they won't date. Like, and maybe that's not what this person was thinking, but it felt like that in some cases. Um, it felt like that because there was actually one instance where they asked me if my parents were happy that they, that I was dating now and that it was like, I can understand like their perspective like they probably felt a lot of pressure because I hadn't really been in a relationship before that 
and um you know I, I think if you're dating someone and you're the first person that they're dating it i can i can understand that it can be like a lot of pressure but but um i felt like this person uh i feel like she presumed incompetence in a lot of situations she just assumed that i wouldn't know or wouldn't understand how to do something just because i'm autistic instead of listening to my unique experience and letting me tell her what i can and can't do instead of presuming that and i think uh one reason why we never really um became very intimate is because she um they had specifically told me that they felt like they were going to have to teach me intimacy and i did not like that statement i did not like the way they were thinking of it that way because i feel like they were presuming incompetence um without really knowing like without even like knowing anything about like what I really, um, like, what an experience would be like with me, or, or, you know, in, in terms of not just intimacy, but in other situations, like, it, it felt like there was kind of a presumption on, like, what I could and couldn't do. Another person that, another thing that I remember, um, that this person was really bothered by and when i think about it in retrospect it did have to do with me being autistic and having sensory sensitivities although i think to be fair i didn't really voice it that way at the time so the person might have not really understood what was going on and maybe had i told them that it was an autistic thing that I did because of a sensory overload, maybe their their um, their reaction or their interpretation of it would have been different. But basically, I have this thing where I roll up my sleeves um, when I'm like when I'm wearing a jacket or a sweater or something. Sometimes it'll bother me to have my sleeves rolled all the way down. It'll just give me it'll give me this sensory discomfort. Um, and so it just feels better a lot of times to have them rolled up. And I didn't even realize at the time that, that that was a sensory thing because I hadn't really done a lot of reading about, um, autism and sensory sensitivities, like that part of autism. I hadn't read a lot about that and then there were these little things and I started noticing like oh my god now it makes so much sense that I never liked I had like the strong discomfort with the feeling of sand in my toes when I would go to the beach I never understood why that was and now I understand like this whole thing with like certain sounds being really uncomfortable to me and then of course this whole thing now like with um with me rolling up my sleeves which is something that I've done 
a lot for a long time and I never really understood why and I think this person to be fair didn't understand why either but I remember them constantly telling me like uh to like roll them down because like it looked like I was uh it made me look like I was working uh like doing labor or something um like physical and I didn't really understand why that bothered her but I think it was just an internal thing that she had um but it did make me not feel good because it felt like I can't and of course I wasn't voicing it as an accommodation at the time but it is essentially an accommodation a sensory accommodation that I make for myself is rolling up my sleeve sometimes when I don't when I when it's bothering me that they're rolled down um and so there were just some little things like that that um that bothered me but I I I want to and so the yeah this is um this is just my experience with one person and I want to make it clear that I think you know I I don't think this person was ill-intended like overall I think I still think that ultimately they were trying to be compassionate and understanding but they also had a lot to learn about autism and um a lot to unlearn about autism I think um about you know stigma and you know this very narrow idea of like like um thinking that every autistic person can't do this or that or can't do this and that um and and really not acknowledging the nuance of um of what it means to be autistic and how different um autistic people can have different experiences uh anyways that's all i have to say about this um today um i hope you enjoyed this episode uh i um i thank you for listening and um i will be having more uh topics in the future um i in case anyone has heard of it there's a new jubilee video um on on autism a, a debate uh which has autistics um has uh young neurotypicals and it has a couple neurotypical parents of autistic children or adults as well um and and so i'll be doing a review on that um i'm, I'm working on a review for that video so stay tuned for that at some point within the next couple weeks or so i also have some more uh, content some more episodes different uh, topics planned out so stay tuned as usual Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you all next time.